Sheffield Steelers podcast with uh, head coach Aaron Fox. Aaron, talk us through that one, if you would. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those nights where, uh, you know, we probably didn't do enough as a team defensively. We weren't ready to to win the battles. Um, too many soft plays in our D zone. I felt like our transition to defense was probably the, the difference tonight that, that really just wasn't good enough. Um, I thought offensively we probably created enough chances to win that hockey game, but every time we turned a puck over, every time there was a change of possession, uh, they went on the rush and they beat our they beat our forwards back up the ice. And, you know, I think they scored four line rush goals tonight and just not good enough. That transition, as you say, did you see that coming? That yeah, performance? That was, that was, well, I mean, that's kind of what the MO of this yeah. team is. They're a, they're a fast team that, that tries to play transition hockey. Um, it was one of the keys, you know, we had to be ready to, to, to defend tonight. And um, we needed a third guy high at all times. And we needed our F2 and F3 to not get beat up the ice by their defensemen. And a lot of times that didn't happen tonight. Um, so it's just a little, it's a little disappointing. I think, I think we need to look ourselves in the mirror a little bit. I think... We were fortunate to win those games in Cardiff and against Cardiff and in Coventry to get those four points. Um, you know, maybe a little smoke and mirrors that some guys thought that things were going to be easy. Um, and, you know, we got to look ourselves in the mirror here and be ready to battle and compete for 60. Talk us about the Barry Brust. He didn't get a lot of help, did he, in front of him tonight? No, he didn't get a lot of help. Um, I'm sure there's a couple there that Barry would mm. like to have back as well. Um, you know, I think we probably gave up, I think, 22 shots we gave up, but probably 17 of them were actual scoring chances, which... You know, just isn't good enough. Okay, talk to us about tomorrow. Does anything change in the lineup? Oh well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll have a long night here. Mm-hmm. When you play two different teams on the weekend, you can kind of pre-scout throughout the week both teams. And when you play the same team, now tonight we'll spend going through tonight's game and then seeing if there's any changes we need to make and and go from there. Get ready uh, for that bus trip tomorrow. Okay, that's head coach Aaron Fox, and uh, he'll just leave the Sheffield Steelers bench. I'll hand the microphone back to the cameraman. And uh, Jonathan Firmley, as always, joins us. Jonathan's got to go home in a short while, so uh, I don't think he'll be here for the whole duration. Um, you lucky man, you get to go home and leave this building. It didn't feel right from the start, did it? What annoyed me was that having not played so well during the early stages of the game, the team kept making the same mistakes all the way through. The passes that weren't on kept being tried all the way through. There was no real sort of didn't seem like they knew they had a plan B at times but lots of times the puck was on the half wall let's just fling this cross ice and there's always someone waiting there to intercept it and it happened in the first it happened in the second it happened in the third and the turnovers didn't stop and the soft goals didn't stop and the turnovers didn't stop and the bad passes didn't stop and it just kept happening again and again and again and I don't think the game was as close as 6-4 really I think if Guildford had won that by a couple more it wouldn't have been wrong. Aaron talked about the transition, the guys not getting back, coming back as a, as a unit of five. And uh, I think it was, that was probably what annoyed him the most. You know, you've got to compete the full 200 yards of the, of the, uh, of the ring. Yeah, absolutely. And it was the four-checker <laughs> Guilford that was so strong early on, but it just never let up. And there was no, no adaption to that. The Steelers didn't find a way around it because the other forwards weren't coming back necessarily to help out the defencemen who had Lakovic and County just all over them all night. I thought they were the two best players, not on the, uh, on the score sheet, but just in terms of the way they influenced the game. Let's go for a, a walk down the corridor. Normally we're met by smiling faces. I don't think we'll... We're going to hide away after this one. And Yeah, but they've got a long bus ride to think about this. I'm expecting a reaction tomorrow. What does uh, poor old Barry Brust, he's going to get a bit of the brunt of, uh, of this one. 
But as I said to Aaron in his interview there, I don't think Barry got a lot of hell, did he? He didn't, no. Um, I'm also sure he's going to get a night off tomorrow because there's, there's competition for that goaltending position and uh, Steelers can't afford to let too many league points slip. No, it's, you know, he's only his second game back after, what, 18 months out, but expectations are high and, you know, in a, a game that's decided by two goals, can't really afford a couple of cheap ones. You expect Stranovic to start tomorrow? Absolutely, and I expect him to start next Saturday against the Panthers as well. Yeah. Marco Valeran going into the lounge. Um, I can see the back of somebody almost ready to come out of the lounge. Uh, we'll, who is that, Kieran? Alexa. Alexa. Um, let's see if anybody is about inside the fitness uh, room. Um, Big John's always good for a couple of words. Shall we uh, yeah. wander into uh, there? Alex Zachary Danielson is um, just on the bike. But uh, hey, John, this time last week we spoke to you after a great win, and tonight it's a, a very di different atmosphere in this room. Yeah, the boys are pretty down. I know coaching staff isn't happy, guys aren't happy. Um, can't lose those games. I know how important they are Like later on in the year, and I think the new guys are figuring that out. Um, you just don't want to look back at the end of the season and think back to those games like, oh, maybe we should have had that one. So um, we got the good thing is we get to play them tomorrow, and uh, that's a good thing about hockey. Normally you're playing again pretty soon, and luckily we're playing the same team. What could you feel on the bench and on the ice was happening tonight? Um, I don't know. I think we were just like... Nothing was uh, was crispy. Like passes were off. Um, we weren't moving the puck as quick as we probably should should be. It's frustrating because we have so much talent on this team, and and then we're kind of seeing spurts of it, and we know that we can play really well. And then when we have kind of a game like that tonight, it's it's extra frustrating when you know how good we can be. Another plus for you, though, another goal for yourself. And like you said on this podcast a couple of weeks ago, it's going to those dirty areas and being around the crease for anything loose. Yeah, like I'm one of the bigger bodies out here. So if I can kind of just plant myself in front of the net, sometimes it's hard to move me. So I know kind of that's my job sometimes in the ozone is just get in front of that net and get the dirty ones. Okay, John, thank you very much. Thanks. Robert Dowd uh, joins us here as well now. Sorry to have to catch you. It's yeah, never it's easy after uh, a loss like that. Just thoughts from your side? Ah, frustrating. Uh, they counted on us really well. Uh, we, we need to, uh, to to take a bit more care with the puck in the ozone and keep a, a high guy. But we, we had a decent fight back there, but then obviously that one at the end killed us. But uh, we feel ourselves we, we can do better than that. New line combinations tried out tonight. How do you feel they worked? Yeah, I thought we were pretty good. Um, we created some good ozone time, but like I said, they, they, they hit us on the counter a few times and that killed our momentum. Okay, listen, good luck tomorrow in Guildford. We'll Thanks, let Robert go. I'm just saying we've got to let you go as well, eh? Your dad's with you tonight, isn't he? Yeah, it? he is. He's meant to, managed to make the trip tonight, so I've got to, uh, got to drive him home shortly. So uh, I've got a few more minutes, though. Okay, well, let's have a wander back, see what Pete Spencer and Bob Westerdale have uh, been doing, because I think they've uh, had a couple of interviews, so they'll have a view from another, uh, another side. Carter is uh, just with us as well. We've just grabbed him. He'll be thrilled. Um, we've heard off the gaffer. He's not very happy. No. What did you say out there tonight, Carter? Yeah, just just a, a messy hockey game from us. Uh, there's a lot of thing we want, things we want to clean up. A lot of things we didn't do very well tonight. Um, you know, our transition game wasn't very good uh, on the D side of it, and their transition game on the O side of it was really good. So uh, 
they they really made us pay there. Um, you know, just 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 a messy game. You know, lots we got to clean up. Yeah, and we go back there tomorrow. Back there tomorrow, and that's probably is that the, a good thing? That's that's the best thing for us because there's no one in that no one in that room that's happy about it. And uh, again, instead of us having to sit with that and playing them in three weeks, we don't even have to wait 24 hours. We get to go again. So you mentioned that transition and the struggle the Steelers had getting the puck out of the defensive zone. What can you do coaching-wise to approach things differently tomorrow? Uh, well, I'll tell you one thing. I think Foxy and I are going to have a long night here going over the game. Uh, we're just going to have to show them everything, you know, show them uh, the entire game, where, where, they, where they, you know, where they made us pay. And uh, I, don't, I don't know what the shots ended up being, but I know their scoring chances, all of them are odd man rushes. And that's just, you know, that's just not... That's just not our game. So, like I said, just a little bit, little bit cleaning up to do on that end, and we'll go through the video tonight, Foxy and I, and go through it with the team tomorrow. Okay, book it at KFC and a yeah. video session for uh, like Carter. Thanks, Carter, thank you. Good night, Haley. She uh, she leaves us. Let's see who's in the media room. It could be a short and sweet one today. Ooh, Bob's in. I can't, Bob. I've got to come to you straight away because we are live. Uh, by the way, Bob gets his own page now in the Star on a Saturday. Did you see that? The Bob Westerdale feature bit. Good read. Good read today. Bob, just very quickly, what yeah. were your thoughts of that one tonight? Um, I, I, well, the coach has just described it as slow and lazy, that defensive transition. And uh, who am I to argue with that? Particularly the middle period, which was horrible to watch, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, and it, we made them look so good. And I think we made them look so good because we fell completely uh, into a trap. Um the forward should have come back quicker, help the defence out. Goaltending, not quite sure what, what, where we even go with that goaltending. I'm not saying he's to blame for all those goals, but I think it was the fourth one. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how that went in. What did you make of it, David? Scrappy, mucky and repeated errors. And that's, I think, the uh, frustrating thing. It's the same error, repeated, repeated, repeated. But yeah. uh, I know they say they can go back to Guildford again tomorrow, but when... You lose these games. These are the games come March that you kind of look back a little bit on, aren't they? They are. And also, if you're only getting just over 6,000, which is great in itself, but uh, you know, it doesn't all go well, does it, for future uh, cra crowd attendances against teams like Guildford? Because you always do well against Nottingham, do well against Manchester, do well against Cardiff. It's the other teams that you need to find more fans for. And frankly, come and watch that, you probably don't want to come again. Oh, thanks on that uh, bright note. <laughs> you did ask. Oh, no, right. I did say your piece was pretty good today. I'm sorry about that. Um, Kieran, um, everybody else seems to have, have got... Even Dean's gone. Um, what's been said on social media? As you'd expect, really. General disappointment. Um, yeah, fans are very fickle sometimes, aren't they? We were a great team last week after that comeback. A shocking team tonight, but a bad team doesn't happen overnight. It's, uh, it's sport. You lose, you come. It's I, I care more about what do I see yeah. tomorrow. It's funny because at four two we had the pressure, didn't we? And we were we were coming back, and I I sent up in the White House. I went, next goal wins this, and of course they go and get that horrible fifth yeah, one. But at four two against Cardiff, you didn't feel like we deserved to be two goals behind, no. and so getting it back to four all felt fair. Wouldn't have felt fair tonight. I'd have, seen, I'd have took it though. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But I've seen some people say, oh, that's our worst performance under Fox. No, it's not. I saw them lose 4 1 in five a couple of years ago. That was dreadful. Yeah. This was not dreadful. 
but it wasn't very good. Like you say, you don't get bad overnight, and uh, we've but, played oh, some good games, but it's it's it's, okay. it's not the end of the world there, is it? But it's it, it's obviously grossly this. It's grossly it's grossly which many people wish you would, Bob. Um, but the only team we've beaten in regulation this year yeah. is Manchester. Yeah, we're really that good. Oh, I don't think we. I'm not I don't saying, saying we're yeah. that bad, but yeah. we've scraped some come from behind wins, and we could have. But that shows the character, though, doesn't oh, it? That, it does. Yeah. So, there is, and we'll, we'll so we know it. there is character in that room. Oh, but yeah. what we've just got to try and do now is. Oh yeah, and we know there's talent as well, but we don't. We can't. We can't really compare this year's Steelers side to a one that won a cup yeah. and was competing for a league until the final couple of weeks of the season. Um, we've not seen enough of them yet, and there've been good moments, but. This, re- this game represents quite a large chunk of the season so far. Yeah. So uh, there are plenty of questions. I, to I said halfway through the, uh, the game, crikey, is Tanner Eberle this good? Because obviously missing I, you, Tanner, but, but you can't just... You've, you've got you've to expect to lose, took, guys. Yeah, completely. I think you've just took the words out of my mouth that I was going to say. You, you, you saw that Eberle's not on the team, so you think, well, that's probably a couple of points in that you're missing, but it just shows the energy he brings to this team and how he puts the team on his back. A bit like... Debian's did in his, his couple of seasons here. Um, at the end of that second period, you saw a bit of grit at the end of it and you just wanted somebody to come out and carry that through for at least the first 10 minutes of that third period to get us back in it. And I it just be, uh, I would be inclined to agree with our friend here because it's not often if a player, a single player is out that you think, oh, I wish he was playing because everybody else picks up the slack or jumps onto that opportunity. But bloody hell, didn't they miss Eberle? Didn't they miss his attitude? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how that guy with his frame, what is he, five foot ten? about the weight of one of my arms he, he just finds a way to win matches mm-hmm. and you do need players like that and he must have been the most underrated player that we've had for a long time because we've just seen tonight without him we're not as good a team if I could pick up a positive Alex Graham that first shift on the ice bang bang two big hits won the puck back great finish at the end um, yeah long may he continue to uh, improve Okay, those are the thoughts of Bob Westerdale and Kieran. I'm just going to see if I can grab Pete if he's around. If not, everybody else is dispersed. And the, uh, the arena is an empty place after a loss. And uh, Andy Akers goes past me. He's got a, a trolley full of wet shirts. And he'll be in the arena for another two or three hours just trying to uh, get those all cleaned and dried and all ready for the, uh, the next bout. I think, folks, we're going to love you and leave you on this episode unless I walk into a player right now we're all good to go so folks on a Saturday night the Steelers go down to the Guildford Flames they can put it right tomorrow in uh, Guildford thank you for attending we'll see you next Saturday hopefully we'll have a more upbeat podcast and a more upbeat night against the Nottingham Panthers